Welcome to this episode of Here's Something Good, a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Each day, we aspire to bring you the good news, the silver lining, the glass half full, because there is good happening in the world everywhere, every day. We just need to look for it and share it. Here's something good for today. We just turned the clocks back this weekend, and while everyone loves getting an extra hour of sleep, the time change is also a signal that winter's on its way. And this year, the calendar change could affect us more than ever. Cold winter means more time indoors and more COVID to be wary of. But you don't have to let fall and winter get in the way of your happiness. Today, we're getting some great advice on that from psychologist Dr. Jody DeLuca. Her advice should be extra helpful this year. According to the American Academy of Family Physicians, in a normal year, about 10 to 20% of people get a mild version of seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression. Some experts predict that the numbers will be even higher this year with the pandemic and the stress of the election. So how to make it through the dark months? We asked psychologist Dr. Jody DeLuca, founder of Erie Colorado Counseling. Here's what she had to say. Welcome back and thanks so much for joining us today. It's a privilege as always, and I'm glad to be here. So we just left daylight savings time. How does that affect people, especially this year? Well, it's a real phenomenon. So as fall approaches and with winter following close behind, there's a lot of changes that go on with our bodies and just socially. So we have to be aware and we have to make a conscious effort of how these changes in the time, because we fall back in the fall, can affect us. So the first thing is our internal circadian rhythms are affected. Our bodies, the circadian rhythms are our body's innate time clocks that help us navigate our lives on a daily basis. So what happens with this time change? Our mood is affected. Our sleep is affected. Our diet is affected. Socialization is affected because there's less light. It's dark in the morning when we go to work or school. It's dark at night. But with an already compromised environment with the pandemic, things are even more challenging for the human body and brain. So therefore, we are more prone to depression and anxiety and sleep problems and to eat more or eat less. So how do we prepare ourselves? The great thing is we do have a level of control with it. We have to check ourselves. We have to monitor ourselves. First of all, we, we're aware of it. We have noticed. We know this is a possibility where we're not going to be able to be outside because of the pandemic. So we have to be intentional. We have to be aware of how we think, how we feel, what we eat, how we sleep. In short, we have to be aware of our overall behavior, which includes our social lives. We're not going to be able to eat outside as much because of the weather. In many, most of the United States, it's going to get very cold. What can we do instead? Can we order out? We have to be able to compromise. It's not the all or nothing black or white effect that we've been so privileged to have to come and go and navigate life as we always have as Americans. It's different now and it's not on our terms. So we have to be able to think outside the box, provide options for ourselves and navigate life in that gray area. Okay, well, we're not going to be able to go to restaurants. Can we do takeout? What can we do instead? 
And that is going to be specific to every individual's lifestyle. For some people, what works, it won't work for other people. But we have to know also what we can do realistically during a pandemic. Are there specific tips you can suggest? Well, the first thing is to identify what's important to us and what our priorities are and establishing realistic goals. This is very critical with fall and winter approaching, and especially, again, within the confines of the pandemic. Exercise is always important. Uh, Diet is very important. Sleep is important. And again, the social issue, which is so critical to us as human beings. So we have to be aware of identifying what makes us feel better, what is important to us. Any kind of exercise is good. It could be walking up and down the stairs, yoga. It could be your own exercise routine that you've established. It could be whatever's going on virtually. Diet is very important also because a lot of the mood neurochemical that helps us feel balanced, the serotonin, is not only contained in the brain, but also in the gut. So therefore, we are what we eat. We have to recognize the symptoms of stress. Our body's stress response is already in fight or flight because of the pandemic, and it's on overload because it's gone longer than we expected. So we have to be very intentional and conscientious and checking ourselves. Be aware. Are we feeling down? Okay, what what can we do to feel better? Are we feeling anxious? What can we do to decrease that anxiety? And what should you do when those things don't work? If we find that our mood and our anxiety levels are over the top and nothing we do helps, you got to get in touch with a professional, with your physician, a behavioral health, mental health provider. Help is out there for now. It doesn't have to be forever. But we also have to be very, very intentional about identifying what triggers us. You know, we tend to eat more in the winter. That's an evolutionary thing. But we also tend to crave a lot more of what they call comfort foods, sugars, starches, which also have been noted and are associated with depression and anxiety, frustration, and stress. And with the backdrop of this pandemic, we have to take responsibility and be extra kind and good to ourselves. Take care of ourselves. Is this a good time to renegotiate terms with the people we live with, perhaps our spouse or our partner, our children, our roommates? Absolutely. And also, as we're approaching the new year, I think this is always very good to do is to take the situations at hand that you want to address, things that you want to change moving forward, and make a list right down the middle, the pros and the cons, which are things you would like to change, and how you would change them and what the possible outcome for the better would be. It's all about establishing the goals. And goals also include our relationships with other people. And it's a great way not only to, you know, prepare for the fall and the winter and the uncertainty of where we're going with this pandemic and vaccines and so on, but also to prepare for the new year. Because life is different. Life has changed. But there are very significant elements in our lives individually and collectively with our family, friends, as a nation and as a world 
that we do have the potential to change. We have to think positive. And most of all, we have to focus on the outcome we want, not the fears, not the worries, but the outcome that we want. Positive thinking promotes positive goal, outcome, and successful goal achievement. Such great advice from Dr. Jody DeLuca. So here's something good for today. It's important to recognize that feeling sad at this time of year is a real phenomenon. But if we're aware of it and we prepare ourselves in advance, we can keep seasonal changes from bringing us down, even in a year of COVID. As Dr. DeLuca says, we need to take note of what makes us feel good. We need to maintain a healthy diet and exercise and, of course, try to get enough sleep. Above all, though, we need to be good to ourselves right now. And never underestimate the power of positive thinking. If we focus on the good results we want, rather than the fears and the worries, we can achieve them. As Dr. DeLuca says, positive thinking promotes positive goals and outcomes. Thank you for listening and please share today's something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.